0: But first, our top story goes back to East Palestine, Ohio, and Norfolk southern derailment, which has now picked up another lawsuit. Mike and Joanna are here to talk about that. Both of you guys, thanks so much for joining us this morning.
1: Thanks for having us.
2: Good good to see you there, obviously. Okay, so we have another lawsuit that has come down. And this has an interesting kind of angle to it because it's not so much directed at Norfolk Southern, obviously it is, but it's the way in which they constructed the train and also used PSR. Can you give us some details on exactly what they're doing and, and, and who they're using as plaintiffs in this suit?
1: Yeah, so um, there's a law firm out in, based in New York City that is uh, seeking um, investors of Norfolk Southern within um, a prescribed time frame. I believe it's from October 2020 to March 2023, um, looking at... Uh, um they, they're asking for um, Norfolk Southern investors um, to see if they would be interested in joining a class action lawsuit uh a- against Norfolk Southern um because uh p- partly uh, because uh the uh the, the, sh- the share value of Norfolk Southern has um, declined um, during uh, you know m- Particularly, most recently, bec- uh, because of the East Palestine um, train derailment, and of course, all the, uh, all, you know, how NS has gotten under fire um, for, uh, you know, <laughs> since then, and um, although they they do have that as their date, you know, since October twenty twenty, and, and and they're kind of look, they're kind of saying that um, because Norfolk Southern. Uh, I implemented precision scheduled railroading, which is sort of a way to kind of streamline operations and cut costs. Um, they they had cut costs a little too deeply and in the wrong things, essentially, um, which led to the very you know the February twenty the February uh, third derailment happening, as well as um, another derailment that happened uh, a few days later or a, a few weekends later. Um, it just uh, some other things as well. So it's just kind of, it's an interesting thing because like on one hand, um, you have had the uh, class one railroads, you've had the argument that the class one railroads uh, uh, deployed PSR um, as a way to um, curry favor with Wall Street investors, but then you have this, you um, uh, shareholder rights firm um, kind of using that, flipping that argument um, and saying that, uh, you know, it was because of PSR that, you know, Anna is suffering as, as it is right now. Um, although I guess to be fair, there is, uh, I was kind of looking online about the, the, the New York firm this weekend and, um, you know, there's some uh, strong views about the firm as well. So, you know, take t- take what you will, <laughs> the lawsuit, but it's uh, but that's kind of what they're doing right now.
0: And Joanna, when we're looking at this lawsuit, is this something that's really coming around because of all of the attention really being put on this instance right now? Um, because when we hear about derailments, they seem to be a lot more common than you know what we've seen from these just two stories. Is it mostly mm-hmm. because of what it was hauling, or is that what this, this is all about?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's really all of that. I mean, you know, I, I think in 2022, I don't have the actual number in front of me. I mean, derailments, unfortunately, um, aren't an on um, uh, are, are a common thing. I mean, I think there there were over 900 among the Class One railroads last year. I um, mean, of course, the derailments can mean anything. Of course. If, cars falling off the track or it can mean you know that the wheels fall off the track a little bit somehow so you don't really know um the severity of the derailment when when it's reported to the federal railroad administration but um but i think uh you know given how the the derailment occurred with the um with the rail cars of uh you know vinyl chloride kind of uh as a big cause of concern um and then of course you have that that big uh, mushroom cloud afterwards as they tried to you know release the uh the, the, the chemicals um you know it's 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 gotten um you know it, it's interesting because each derailment that has been reported since then um some of them have been minor some of them have a little bit bit more um to it like i think BNSF actually had a a, a train derailment that might have been might have been near um a native american reservation or something don't quote me on that but but you know so there's a uh, you know so there's every single derailment every i think everyone's just kind of um uh sort of hypervigilant right now but but it's just because i, I freewaves now actually had um and it's in the the link uh it, it's in the article but uh, freewaves now had an had an interesting um uh, um, chat with uh, sort of a, a person who looks at sort of lawsuits and and, and how they s- s- come up um, after uh, you know uh, events like these, and just you know how they they all kind of come off the woodwork. So you know this uh, this this latest one is just one of, of many. Of course, the um, Ohio Attorney General also filed a lawsuit as well against Norfolk Southern, and so it's yeah. So it. Yeah. It, there's just a lot of stuff happening legally.
2: <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joanna. Let's bring in Mike Bowden-Distel here as well uh, into the, uh, the, the conversation. Mike, uh, what does a suit directed pretty much directly at PSR uh, say so much about the practice in and of itself? What was, was that at fault? And, and is this a legit lawsuit that comes after a, a, a railroad for the practice as opposed to the negligence?
3: I would say no and no. Um, I, I think it's really hard to draw a line between PSR and this derailment. Um, you know, the, the NTSB is still in the fact-finding phase of this, so we don't know exactly the what caused it. It appears that it was this one rail car that was a plastic pellet car that was owned by GATX and manufactured by Trinity Industries. And, you know, whether or not, uh, you know, all the maintenance was done in that car and who did the maintenance and why it heated up in such a degree in such a short period of time, I think all those are still – um, you know still questions but um, you know every other class one is doing the, the you know at least saying they're doing PSR also you know whether they're they're operationally changed all that much or it's just a way to market the the shares to investors is um, is, is not real clear but I, th- I think it's hard to you know sort of draw a line and say well because they were using the assets more efficiently running the trains longer and heavier Maybe doing it with overall fewer personnel—that that's what gave rise to the derailment. I think it's hard to make that connection um, because, I mean, in this case, the, the crew did not do anything wrong, as far as we know now, and and the, the locomotives were operating fine. The, the track was was maintained properly, and um, as far as we know now, the the wayside uh, detectors, those hot boxes, at least they registered a reading, so we sort of know that. At least on the surface, they were um, they were functioning, uh, and it's it's not clear exactly what, what caused this. So you are seeing lawsuits. This one, you know, one from the state of Ohio. All of these things that are, are alleging, um, you know, negligence by the part, the part of the railroad or wrongdoing on the part of the railroad, uh, without actually having um, no, knowing exactly what happens. I mean, that that's going to be a, a while before we actually, uh, you know, know. Um, you know, what caused the derailment uh, as far as the NTSB's process for conducting its investigation.
0: And Mike, do we see a potential of GATX and Trinity being brought into some of these lawsuits or is the focus really being put on Norfolk Southern because of, of course, the bigger name and the cash potential?
3: Yeah, I think Norfolk Southern is the the name that people know and, and that's kind of the, you know, they're the railroad and so they're the ones that you are going to be the target of this. Um, but, um, you know, I think it depends if, there was a, a, you know, somehow a manufacturing, you know, defect then I could see Trinity Industries being brought into this. I think if there was some maintenance schedule that was not uh, upheld, then I could see <clears throat> GATX being brought into this. I mean, a lot of those cars, you know, tend to get taken out of service after you know a period of time. I know for I think for tank cars, it's like every ten years or something. I'm not sure if for plastic pellets, and then they're um, you know refurbished to a certain degree, made sure that they're structurally sound. So if if there was some violation of those uh, service um, schedules, then I could see uh, you know DATX being being brought into a, a lo- into lawsuits like this.
2: Mike, given the fact that uh, Joanne obviously made a great point of the fact that everybody seems to come out of the woodwork when. Uh, one of these things unfortunately happens, and then suits coming from all over the place. Uh, you've obviously got the suit from the state of Ohio. You have this one here as well. These are both going to be federal cases. Uh, how much trouble is Norfolk Southern in right now? Do you think, uh, given uh, not only the the name but also the accident of itself and and the damages that are going to come out of it, come out of it?
3: I think they'll get through it. I think that um, you know there's been worse derailments in the past, and the railroads have. Uh, you know, managed to, to get to get through it. I mean, this is one that, um, you know, in the grand scheme of derailments, I mean, no one uh, died, no one was injured. And, um, you know, the EPA is saying that the drinking water is fine there and, um, and, and and it's safe for people to go back into their houses and all, and all of those things. So I think, uh, I think ultimately the railroad is going to be fine. I don't know the extent of um, you know, what they're going to have to pay for the environmental re- remediation, but I don't think a lot of these lawsuits are going to go anywhere i mean that that shareholder lawsuit i mean the norfolk southern shares down about 17 percent year to date while the peer group's down sort of anywhere from six to eight percent so to me that's not the tremendous underperformance that um you know really gives rise to a a shareholder class action lawsuit normally and um you know most of the sell side analysts have been defending the company saying, well, if you know now that this is down, maybe this is a buying opportunity for for, for Norfolk Southern that you've had this this dip and this underperformance relative to the to the peer group. So, I, I think it'll be okay. Um, you know, I thought the Surface Transportation Board brought up a good point last week when they said that uh, the railroads far and away the most uh, the safest way to haul hazardous materials over the surface of the earth. They had some nice statistics to back that up.
0: Awesome. Mike, Joanna, thanks both so much for joining us this morning. And of course, we can catch you on People Speaking Rail airing on Thursdays. And Mike, I believe we will catch up with you a little bit later on in the show. That's right.
2: All right. Excellent stuff there from those two. Right now, let's head back over to the wall for our first carrier update of the morning.